Rob Van Dam? That's, that's Dwayne Bowe. That's what yeah, he that's, does. Yeah, he's ripping so. off Rob Van Dam. Who's Rob Van Dam? He's a wrestler. He's from Battle Creek, Michigan. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. That's his whole thing. Like, you, know, you know what all the Royals do when they get on base now? Uh, they no, I don't. Out and go. <laughs> do they go John Cena? Yeah. That's terrible for those listening at home. Welcome to the- episode five of... Raisin Brand. That's right. I've been recording that whole time. Isn't that exciting? That's really great. It's riveting conversation mm-hmm. about wrestlers and yeah. So what were you about to say? The Broncos used to do that John Cena move first, and I hated it so much. It's really it, yeah. And now that it's my team, I I don't hate it as much. Really? Because I hate it more. Because it's not your team doing it. Oh yeah, that's right. How knew? Who knew? I'm surprised that they haven't started getting plunked. Like if I was a pitcher and I saw the Royals do that, you get a base hit, you do that, and then I plunk you. I'd, and then I do the John Cena move to you. I'd plunk you on first base when you're not looking. <laughs> That's ridiculous. But anyway, welcome to the show where we combine two scoops of... Everything. Two scoops of everything. Sports, two scoops entertainment. of everything. Your mom. Really? We're going to go your mom? I, yeah. We just went from like a scale of one to your mom. We just went your mom. That's the whole gamut. That's, that's what I want to show what the gamut is. The gamut is huge. From one to your mom. Well, we're exploring new boundaries on this episode, but I've got something very important. It just came out earlier today, uh, as we're recording this, that Dwayne Bowe, it's a beautiful segment to open. It's Kansas a, it, City Chiefs. It's a Kansas City Chiefs reference. Dwayne Bowe went public, and he said that he believes that he, from Alex Smith, will lead the league in receptions this year. Comment. Well, bold prediction. That's a bold prediction. Dwayne Bow. One, it's year one with Alex Smith. Uh-huh. I think there have to be some kind of chemistry built up first. Two, Dwayne Bow has the ability to catch a bunch of passes, but like Calvin Johnson, drops passes at times. Oh, you mean like a real wide receiver who is actually going to lead the league? You know, Calvin Johnson. Yeah, AKA Calvin Johnson led the league and dropped passes. Yes, he did. My goodness. So do you actually do you actually think is there any credence whatsoever? That Dwayne Bowe is actually going to lead the league in, in receptions this year. I would say 1 in 20. A 1 in 20 chance. 1 in 20. 5%. Yeah. A 5% chance. I would give him a better chance at leading the league in touchdowns. He is a great red zone target. This is ludicrous right now. Kansas City doesn't pass for touchdowns. They hand the ball to Jamal Charles and let him run it in at any distance. A couple, Like two, three years ago, Dwayne Bowe had... I don't know how many, 13 touchdowns, something like that. When was that? That wasn't recently. Two, two three years ago. Oh, okay. So Before, before he well, was done Well, I think it was the first or second year with Matt Castle, maybe. Matt Castle, you know, Super Bowl and mm-hmm. uh, a Hall of Famer. Matt he might Cap- be on the way oh. to the playoffs this year with, with the Minnesota, Minnesota. Vikings. You saw Did the- you see that Joe Webb got... Joe Webb is now a wide receiver. Now? now, what kind of crazy world that we live in where quarterback Joe Webb becomes a wide receiver... I don't know if you saw, the Jacksonville Jaguars started lining Denard Robinson up at quarterback, even though he was drafted as a wide receiver. And amongst all of this noise, Tim Tebow still can't get a job Well, at any position. Thank you. Maybe he could get a job tying Denard Robinson's shoes. 
Huh? Oh, that's a full-time gig right there. That's yeah. like uh, Jerry Jones' uh, son-in-law wiping his glasses is his full-time job. Right. You're not really surprised that Denard is, is playing quarterback because everyone has that wildcat package now. It's true. You have to. If you're not running a wildcat package, you just don't belong in today's NFL. Of course, unless you're, you know, the Patriots. I just saw, Someone I know real. we're rambling a little bit on and we're moving around subject to subject, but I just saw, like yesterday, the Chiefs hired somebody that's, that is supposed to be the grandfather of the pistol offense. The Chiefs don't have a quarterback to run the pistol offense. No, dude, Alex Smith, mobile. <laughs> He's got all the mobility of Bernie Kosar. <laughs> oh, come on. He's way faster than Bernie Kosar. All right, well, I'm going to play, I'm going to pledge this bet from you based on the original uh, thought mm-hmm. behind uh, us chatting, which is. Calvin Johnson catches more passes than Dwayne Bowe this year. Do you take the bet? No. Are you? But only... Dwayne Bowe said he's going to. He's your Dwayne boy. Dwayne Bowe says a lot of you things. You calling him a liar? I'm calling him a knucklehead. That's all. He's kind of a knucklehead. I love him. He's my lovable knucklehead, ne'er-do-well, talented cousin. That's, that's what he would be if he was in my family. He'd be the ne'er-do-well cousin that's super talented, but never just just can't quite get it together. He'd be the one that shows up to the family party like two hours after the party already started, and then he kind of goes around and he's always looking over his shoulder, and and, and all of a sudden just has to leave urgently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, he would say, "Hey, hey, I'm moving to Miami. You know, I got a girl down there, right? I got a whole plan, dude." And then three hours later, he calls me from the airport in Miami. I'm in big trouble, dude. He's the guy that would be always be asking to borrow your truck. But, uh-huh. but don't worry, you'll get five grand when he returns it. He's he's the guy that would buy uh, the case to your Sega Game Gear and then sell weed out of it, and then also put his work clothes in it. He would have to cram it in there so tightly that when he would get to work, you would be able to read the the Sega on the back of his shirt because it is crammed so tightly into the Game Gear case. This sounds more like a true story than it does an actual. It reminds Bo. me of my cousin, my okay. actual cousin. There you go. Thank yeah. you. I, I figure something was going on there. So you you reject the Dwayne Bow Calvin Johnson deal? I reject it as a straight on bet because it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous to think that Dwayne Bow, I'm not even as marginally, to... has a fraction of the talent of Calvin Johnson. Finally, we agree on something. I think their talent is you know he has eighty percent of the talent of Calvin Johnson. The thing is, he has sixty percent of the hands of Calvin Johnson. <laughs> it's also true, and probably well, no, he's a pretty tall guy, isn't he? He's what six two? Six two? I was going to guess that. This is the type of crack research we do here on Raisin Brands. And tell you what, we'll be right back with another segment. But first, three seconds of Shakira. Wow, holy junk. That was Shakira. Yeah. I've heard a rumor, and maybe you can back me up. Hips don't lie. Her hips do not lie. Uh, if hips, hips tried to lie, they would fail. Yeah. They put her hips on a... Uh, on a polygraph? On a polygraph. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say that. And I guess I could have edited that with the no, no, no. 10 minutes of pause while you came up with the word. Yeah. I, th- I was going to say polyjuice potion from Harry Potter, but then I realized that's not right. That's not a thing. Yeah. That's not at yeah, all a Polygon. Thing. Pollyanna. None of those are right. Polygraph is correct. Anyway, she was given a polygraph on her hips. Her hips were given a polygraph. They asked a lot of questions. 50 questions. Ranging in a whole spectrum. To be fair, her hips never answered a question. So, how could they lie? Yeah, I think. How can anyone's hips lie? Oh, you haven't seen the hips that I've seen. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Hey, you want to talk about baseball? Yeah, 
I would like to talk about your first place, Cleveland. De- Detroit. Indians. Well, okay, hold on. As of this recording, they're tied for first place. They're tied for first place. Those and we're both bummed out about Cleveland uh, being in first place, right? Cleveland Indians. I hate them. So, just saying, it sounds like a sad tugboat. Yeah. Although I, how can I love them so much in the major league movies, and then I don't really hate Cleveland, but how well, can I love them so much and then like be basically indifferent to them? I think them? the team really went downhill in their likability as soon as Pedro Serrano became president and didn't play baseball anymore. Mm-hmm. And now. Now he's oh he's telling me what kind of insurance to get. Yeah, kind of screw pushy. you, Pedro Serrano. Yeah, don't but, tell me what to drink and eat or where to buy insurance. Yeah, he's go got, talk. Go tell that to Joe Boo. Yeah, Joe Boo. What is kind of why isn't Joe Boo selling insurance? I think Joe Boo needs a refill. Up your butt, Joe Boo. Great movie. It's a fantastic movie. The sequel, part two, not terrible. Yeah. Hey, I saw I saw that actor Dennis Haysbert at Dodger Stadium the other night. Oh, Dodger sitting, Stadium. Yeah, he was sitting very near Eric Karros. Let me think if there's any other any other names I can drop right now. No, that's it. Dennis Haysbert and Eric Karros. Sat behind them at the Dodger game the other night. I thought everything comes in threes. Were you the third? Is that the deal? Yeah, that's right. That's it was that people anybody else sitting there would be just like, oh geez, there's former rookie of the year, Eric Karros. Oh my gosh, if you look a bit further, he's the dude like the president from twenty four, the all state yeah. guy, Dennis Haysbert. The third oh, one was the man. third one was the uh the girl Hansen. It's the girl from the band Hanson. I figured it was you. No, the girl from the band Hanson. Oh, yeah. She's really hot. Yeah. Oh, man. They're all guys, though. That's what? what's weird. What? Yeah. No, no, I dude. fooled you. No, it's three sisters. Oh, my gosh. You totally had a crush on the girl Hanson, and it was a guy. Well, it was, it was a cross between them or the two chicks from Nelson. Oh, no. Those they, chicks were hot. were so hot. Well, you know what? I'm going to change my opinion. They then. both look no like Paris Hilton, am I right? Right. Oh, my God. The things I, the things I thought about doing. <laughs> I remember one of their videos it was something about the rain. What was that song called? I usually watch them on mute. It was something about the rain, and then this girl's laying on her bed looking right. at the poster of Nelson. Right. And then they Confusing. come out of the poster. Confusing stuff. <laughs> yeah, and that's a trippy uh, acid experience, if ever right. I've seen it. So kids, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. That's the message of the podcast. But here's you just mentioned being at the Dodger game. It is my understanding, as we're just going to keep jumping topics whenever yeah. we feel like, because that's what we do here mm-hmm. on Raisin Brent. Brent. You've seen a lot of baseball lately. Why don't you talk about that? Uh, I was at the Dodger game Friday, and then I went down to Anaheim Tuesday. It was an amazing night at Angel Stadium with my Royals playing Anaheim. Uh, How'd they do? They lost. Here's the deal. Oh. I totally jinxed. Jeremy Guthrie had an 18-start streak of not losing a game that went back to, like, August 8th or August 4th, sometime last season. So it went back to the last time you were at a Jeremy Guthrie game? No, I wasn't at that game, but, oh. but it was a Royals record, 18 straight starts. Jeremy Guthrie takes the loss when I'm in the stadium. I believe I that I jinxed Jeremy Guthrie. Stranger than Jeremy Guthrie losing was the fact that the Angels won a game. Yeah, they won a That's game. That's like, what? amazing. And it was the first time that the real, well, other than Trumbo, they kind of have a big four down there. They got some hitters. Josh Hamilton, Albert Pujols, mm-hmm. Mike Trout all went deep in the same game. But that's not it. And Billy Butler, the country breakfast. And also Howie Kendrick. Howie Kendrick. You got to see a rare... More people have seen Bigfoot than have been alive to see a Howie Kendrick home no, run. Howie Kendrick has good. like six, seven home runs this year. No. Yes. I don't look things up. <laughs> he does, though. Uh, and where are you going next? This weekend, I'm going up to Oakland. Oakland? To the Oakland the Coliseum. What do they call Played. that place now? 
Is it still the Oakland I think it's Coliseum? Still the Oakland Alameda Coliseum. It's got to be named after some garbage corporate sponsor. The yeah. uh, the RCA Arena, the Tecmo Bowl, Alameda Coliseum. Coming up next from the makers of Modern Warfare Three, it's the Modern Warfare Four California Stadium Adventure Complex. The Oakland extends Alameda Coliseum. Extends. <laughs> this is all just terrible right here. Yeah, but that being said, uh, how's what are you looking forward to seeing about Oakland? Have you been to the stadium before? I've never been to the stadium. What I understand is there's tons of foul territory, so you're way far away from the stadium. Perfect. What I love That's is... That's how I prefer to watch the Royals. <laughs> what I love is that the tickets were super cheap. Hey, that's a plus. Yeah. I think I'm sitting right behind home plate for like 30 bucks. Maybe if you're lucky, you can jinx Jeremy Guthrie again. No, uh, this time I can jinx James Shields and Irvin Santana. Ooh. Yeah. Irvin Santana. Irvin Santana. He's on the... Got a black magic now? woman. Yeah, he did that song with the Matchbox 20 guy. Yeah. And now he plays for the Royals. That's quite a career jump. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty solid stuff right there. We're talking about baseball since we are. We, we, we'd be remiss. Hey, by the way, you forgot to say that the Royals are one game behind, lurking, lurking right behind Cleveland and Detroit. I wouldn't say In I fact, forgot. Let me say this. Kansas City has a winnable series at Oakland, and then they go to Houston for four games. There's a split. Okay, maybe. Detroit is playing four games at Texas, so it's conceivable. That's a split. That next Tuesday, when we shoot our show, that the first place team will be your Kansas Detroit City Royals. Tigers. We no. will see. No, dude. I don't. Despite the fact that you, Darvish, apparently forgot to disguise the fact that he was Superman again today. What did you accuse me of? Oh, you said you, Darvish. You, Darvish. How dare you, sir? I demand satisfaction. I look forward to that as a future sitcom on NBC after their current crop. The Office, of course, is going yeah. away. And I can't wait for them to have this new pilot with a wacky Korean, you Darvish. And every single episode will be wacky antics of this Korean dude, fish out of water in mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Cause, you know, or fish York. out of water, eating a lot of fish. Whoa. Actually, it's NBC, so it's probably going to take place in New York now that I think about it, almost assuredly. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the show, he'd get in some sort of like crazy jam. And then it would all get resolved, and he'd be, like, smiling with, like, confetti on his head. And then somebody would look at him and just be like, you, Darvish. Yeah. And then it would freeze frame, and it would be, ba da ba ba And then the, the studio audience, ah, woo, woo, you, Darvish. Or every once in a while, he would, you know, he would try to, he would try to turn the tables on, on that, and he would be like, you got the Darvished. Or he would just look, and before they can say anything, he'd just say, I, Darvish. <laughs> I mean, I, I would watch one episode. Why are we talking about you, Darvish? Because he beat Justin Verlander tonight? Uh, you know what? Here's the deal. You, Darvish, beat Justin Verlander tonight. Justin Verlander, we'll just call it not his A game. That was his all-star game I will say, material I will, tonight. Look, I, I can't really say that you, Darvish, beat Justin Verlander because Verlander was only in the game till the third inning. There were six other innings. Yeah, and you, Darvish, whooped all of them. Yeah. You Dar- I don't know if you know this, at least in my fantasy league, uh, and I only know this because he's on my team. Keeper, I'm smart. I'll be honest, though, you know. You, Darvish, number one scorer in fantasy baseball so far this year wow well because he had the almost perfect game oh it helps verlander i'll be honest though you know i'm not a fan of detroit i'm a fan of the royals but every time the royals are up against verlander every time he's on the schedule i hate it i don't love it i wouldn't enjoy facing justin verlander either if i was anyone yeah we got to talk about the story it happened right after we recorded it was like the day after we recorded last week's episode and that was the houston astros L.A. Angels of 
Ebbetsfield, Orange right. County. Mm-hmm. The manager for the Astros puts in a relief pitcher, and so the Angels, Mike Sosha, flips it, brings in a pinch hitter. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're all like, okay, cool. So you got to face one batter. Those are the rules of baseball, as any common or uncommon fan would already know. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. Casual fans know that. So, of course, the manager for the Angels, manager for the Astros. Casual fans know that? So you're saying that you knew that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I way knew that. Yeah. And so he goes out. you're a casual fan. I'm a hardcore casual fan, sir. Okay, sure. But he goes out and he decides, you know what? No, he doesn't have to face him. He changes pitchers again. And Mike Sosha, the manager for the Angels, flips his freaking mind, screaming, shouting that you can't do this. This is against the rules of baseball. And they had a conference where they talked to the manager from the Astros. And somehow a, a whole crew of umpires doesn't know. Don't, apparently, they either didn't know the rules of baseball or this dude for the Astros, whose name completely eludes me at the moment. It was It was a complete... Emperor's new clothes moment. Yeah, he just know? he talks the ball and no, no, dude, I got this right. No, 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 my guy's not naked. You don't see the fine clothes he's wearing. No, no, it's the same guy. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's this, the same. This guy. one might be now you know Asian and left-handed, but that's not the point. These are not the droids you're looking for. You may carry on. These are not the droids you're looking for. What? We're not guys. We're just bosom buddies. We're girls. You just had to bring up Bosom Buddies, didn't you? Like, that was a goal for this whole thing, is to find a place to just work in Bosom uh, Buddies. A show with Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari? Thank you very much. I call that made of win, actually. But yeah, the fact that the manager from the Astros actually had the brass stones to look at an entire crew of umpires, and he might just have not known the rules himself, which the post-game interview made me feel that that was the case. He looks right at him and goes, no, 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 no. I know the rules of baseball better than no, all of he you. he claimed that he... That he was in on the meetings where they changed that rule. No. Yes. No, he... No. He says, I was there when they changed the rule. Actually, it just happened earlier today, and I was in the room, and sure enough, here we are. He claimed that he was there when they changed the rule in the offseason. So either... Secret meetings? I mean, like, they just didn't tell anybody? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, guys, this has never come up. Look, there's a reason you can't do that in baseball. Because then it just becomes like, oh, well, then I'm going to change to this guy. Then I'm going to change to this guy. Then I'm going to change to this guy. And his name is Bo Porter, by the way. Bo Porter. Yeah. How could anyone not know the manager's name for the Houston Astros? It should be so well known, the worst team in baseball not named Miami. They should have a new commercial now. Bo knows baseball. Bo knows everything but the rules of baseball. But the rules of baseball. Uh, But you know the most shocking thing about the fact that all this happened? Yeah. What's that? The Angels actually won a game. I know. Wait, they won two games this year? They've won two games this year. The one you were at and the one where Bo Porter doesn't know how to play base, doesn't know the rules of baseball and can, can, can just Bill Clinton his way through it and just say, no, this is yeah. the way I know it. This is the way it's I going to be. Have... It all depends on what your definition of faced is. What is the definition of is? And I think that's a good argument. Yeah, it's a great argument, but not in this case. I mean, do you think this guy is just like blatantly lying or or he's one of those guys that like, no, no, no. I, I was there, and he's like just greatly misinformed. How can you be greatly or misinformed you, or, or, about something you claim to have been at? Or the third option is, <laughs> hey, let's see if I can pull this over on on the umps. Not I mean, just that's the umps. only three umps that. Not just the umps though, because he could. He's trying to pull it over on everyone, every person who knows anything about. Bill James had a stroke the second he saw that happen in, in, yeah. the, in the and game. And then the Angels manager Mike Skyoskaya, I believe that's how it's pronounced. I think you got it. Yep. Yeah. Not Sosha. Don't be, don't be so, such a weirdo, Sosha. <laughs> what is it? Is you're either a greaser or you're a Sosha? Yeah, I believe that's how that works. 
You're a Democrat or a Republican or a socialist. List. I think we've hammered that into the ground. That's right. With only two jokes. Nice. We did it. But anyway, I don't have much more I want to say about that. It's more of I was in outrage myself when I watched it, and then I was in deeper outrage when I found out that the Angels actually won a second game. Right. Well, I'm not an Angels fan, but I'm glad that the Angels won that game after that guy got away with that total BS move. I'm just going to say it was B to the S. B to the S. Speaking of B to the S, we'll be right back after three seconds of Shazam! 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 Wowie, wowie, wow. Three seconds of Shazam, if I even got three seconds of Shazam. Oh, we had it. We had it, we lost it. But you were very excited to talk about something. Yeah, so your favorite... I have a lot of favorites. ...upcoming rookie in the WNBA, or in the NBA. Or in the NBA. Mark Cuban, dude. Jason Collins, yeah. Brittany Griner, same team, Brittany no pressure. Brittany Griner. Yes. This is who we're talking about. Brittany Griner. I assumed. She is a beast. Yes. Among the women, she is a beast. <laughs> yes, she is. I don't mean that in a... I just... I mean, she's like puts up big numbers. Sure. I yeah, watched no, this, I watched that. a thing on her... What is that called? Sports Science... That sports science show? It's a pretty good show. Where it showed like her, you know, she's got like Michael Phelps type dimensions for a woman. You know what I mean? Where she just like, she reaches, she covers so much ground that it's hard to get a shot off around her in the women's game. But anyway, Brittany Griner is now working with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. On diving? No. On that diving into amazing. a pool and flopping? Because no, I would watch on, that all day. No, on being in a Bruce Lee movie. She's going to become a, uh, oh. a Kung Fu star. No. She's working with... I would have loved either of those two. Yeah. You're only going to disappoint me now. She's working with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on learning the skyhook. No, she's not. Here's my question, though. Oh, that's awesome. How pointless is that? Nobody can block her shot in the WNBA. The reason you shoot the skyhook is so that you don't get your shot blocked because it's almost an unblockable shot. Correct. No one could block her shot anyway. So my only logical conclusion is maybe she does want to go to the NBA. Maybe she's finding an in. She's fine in the way she's going to do it. because. But the problem is, don't you have to be able to jump higher than one inch off the ground in order to get a successful skyhook? Uh, did you not see Kareem in the last few years of his career? Oh, uh, yes, All I you did. need is the skyhook, dude. Sky- he, that dude could have played till he was 50 with the skyhook. We could actually call skyhook. I've got a new nickname for the skyhook. The Magical Elixir. Nice. It'll cure whatever ails your game. Right. You know, you know who actually uses the skyhook a lot in their basketball? Mm-hmm. Me. Nice. I do the skyhook because I get blocked a lot by very small men. Kobe started using a version of the skyhook during the last season. Did he? Bit. Yeah. yeah. Kobe doesn't get blocked by anybody. Well, he's getting up there now, so now he's got to employ things like the skyhook. To be fair, after the surgery coming up with, on his ruptured Achilles, he won't be able to jump anymore, so sure. maybe it's the perfect Just skyhook. Perfect. He should yeah. be sitting in on these sessions. He should start wearing goggles. Oh, that'd be awesome. Maybe a headband? Well, to be fair, though, Kobe Bryant's tried to pattern his entire career, his entire existence off of Michael Jordan. He just changed his name Jordan. to something Muslim, so it's the opposite of uh, Lou Alcindor? Yeah. Kareem like, Abdul-Jabbar? Like Jabbar Kareem Abdul. Or Jabbar Gaffney. That'd be good. Oh, he changed it to Jabbar, Jabbar, no, 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 Jabbar Greer. He's just named, changed his name to Jafar. Oh, like Abu Jafar. No, like From Jaf- Aladdin? Yeah, from Aladdin. Jafar! Jaffa! And he should change his voice to Gilbert Gottfried, just just because. But wouldn't it be great, though, because he patterned his whole life after Michael Jordan for so long. What if now in the later end of his career, says, I'm trying to reinvent myself again, throws on the goggles, the short shorts, the tall socks, and just starts doing the skyhook? That would be amazing. I would become a Kobe fan for that. 
I'm not going to lie. That's about the only thing Kobe Bryant could do to win my fandom. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. But anyway, what do you think about this? Brittany Griner learning the skyhook from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I love it. I really, I like now more than any time before, and I've wanted this before, now I really want to see Mark Cuban draft her. Yeah. For your Dallas Mavericks, Brittany Griner. Like, you know, the NBA announcers do all that crap. She gets in there and throws down a skyhook. She throws down a skyhook that that airballs by like five feet because she didn't practice with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar enough. Oh, man. That would be actually pretty sad. That would be very sad. And then he just pull her out of the game and she's never seen again. Yep. Poor Brittany Griner. Anyway, we'll be back after three seconds of... Shaq! Do you want me to shoot it? Yeah, I forgot. That was the story I really wanted to cover. That's but, a great story. Yeah. I like that story. How was how did you like that three seconds of Shaq? It was Shaqtastic. Would you say it was Shaqtacular? I would say it was Shaculous. Shaqerific? It was the big Eris Shaqtic toddle. Moving on. We have a segment on the show we just debuted last week, and we're going to do another segment of it. It's called... Who's Getting Arrested Now? Yes, it is. Thanks, Greg, for making that for us. Greg Lopez, everyone. He's a beautiful man. So in this episode, uh, this episode, this segment of Who's Getting Arrested Now, we got to talk about your boy. You brought this to my attention. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Chad, don't call me Ocho Cinco Johnson. Yeah. Chad Ocho Cinco Johnson, who always claimed that he, you know, why do people say, why do, why do people hate me? I never get arrested. He never gets arrested. He stays out of trouble. trouble. Right. Yeah. And then that's he did, so weird. Until last year, when he had the little, he got charged with domestic. When he went on national TV on HBO's Hard Knocks, and then joked with his teammate, "Hey, watch! I'll probably get arrested soon." And then before the episode could even air, a few days later, he got arrested for a domestic incident where he headbutt his wife in the face. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly, we don't we don't pretend to assume anything, but. He isn't in football anymore, so yeah. one might he, just he, think it may have happened. He got probation for it, so maybe we can take the allegedly off, I guess. He was he was, uh, he was found, found guilty. guilty. He was found yeah. guilty. I think that's the fair thing to say. So, well, what would he do now? Hey, is but, he in trouble again? But you know what? Hey, he's not going to get in trouble again, because all he has to do is report into his uh, probation officer. Well, that's, that's easy. That's easy, right? Yeah, you just, just sometimes like, give a phone hey, call or just, just show hey, up I'm, in the office for a few minutes. Hey, hey, uh, hey honey, uh, I'm just going to pop out real quick and, uh, and uh, go see my parole officer. That seems like a very smart thing to do when you're already in trouble. Yeah, maybe I'll stop at the uh, that eighties arcade that they just opened around the corner real quick. Oh, I love eighties arcades. Some, play some Pac Man, some Tempest. Play some Joust. Fun. Ride an ostrich around and lance yep. monsters. You know what I can go for now is some some Baskin Robbins. That sounds good. Let me just oh, they got some pop over there real quick. I mean, there's like what forty two flavors mm -hmm. at Baskin Robbins. You don't. You got to taste them all. Yep. On your oh, little, I'm so little full. sticks. Yeah. I better get a, head over to the uh, the drugstore, pick up some Tums. My tummy's hurting from all that ice cream. That's I mean, that's 42 flavors, man. That's a lot of ice cream. You got to eat the Tums, get the orange, get the lemon lime. Mm. Mm, delicious. And soothing. Hello. Uh, hello. Hi, this is Gary, your parole officer. You missed your meeting? Oh, I don't get in trouble, though, so I'm not in trouble. I was just at Baskin-Robbins. I was eating some Tums. Uh, no, you will now be put under arrest. Oh, can can I just come in now? Nope. Click. Because I think Gary would hang up on him right there. I think Gary's kind of a D. Yeah. Doesn't Gary he know who Ochocinco is? 
He knows who he was. Oh, yeah, that hurts. Yeah. Do you see Ocho Cinco on first take? Yes. The self-destructive. It was a little while ago. I want to talk about it briefly, but he was so amazingly self-destructive in that interview. Just watching it, I was just live tweeting it as he was doing it. Just tweeting, and this is the moment we can look back to when we when Ocho Cinco never gets a job ever again. And this is when Ocho Cinco's life jumps the shark. Right. It was. You know, I told Potsy I'd do this. That's from the wah wah yeah. wah. Yeah. You 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 know. Yeah. And that's pretty much the only thing guy getting in trouble this week, right? Oh, so oh, we'll oh, just, oh, we'll just oh, end this oh, on, I think Ray? we're done, right? Uh, I seem to remember what what uh, one of your favorite former Detroit Lions. Barry Sanders? No, no, no. Not Barry Sanders. Rodney Pete? No, more recent. Oh, more recent. More Charlie it's, Batch. It's Rodney it's Rodney Robinson Pete, I believe. Oh, that's a burn. To be fair, though, if you were married to his her, wife is beautiful. Yeah, I would change my last name. You would too. change your last yeah. name for, yeah. for you know for that twenty one Jump Street lady. Ooh. Anyway, Holly Robinson. Yeah, she's lovely, Pete. lovely woman. Yeah, more recently, one I don't of think your former you know receivers that just keeps getting arrested. Oh no, you're not talking I think about this. The segment was created because of him. I think I think the entire segment about people getting arrested was completely for your. Former Detroit Lion and St. Louis Ram for nine days, Titus, Titus Young. Young. Uh, every time, I, every time I say the words Titus Young, I, I just I hear that lilt at the end of me saying it. It's just disappointment coming out at the end of his name. Yeah. Oh man, remember when 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 that hail mary was caught against the Tennessee Titans to put the game into overtime with no time last year? You know who caught that? Titus, Titus Young. Young. Oh, remember who caught those four charges in one week? Titus Young. Well, sadly, Titus Young did, in fact, get in trouble with the law again. But you keep insisting, and you did this last week. Are you still on this bandwagon? You really think he's just being set up the whole time? I, look, there's two sides to every story, okay? Do you, you really just think it's a huge misunderstanding? I mean, you, you tried to shed some, let, uh, some light on the last couple of arrests. I think they got it in for him, okay? You think they got it in for him? Well, I did think that. I did think that, and then he got arrested again, Okay. What are the details? Remind me. You know. Look it up. <laughs> I do know. Uh, well, first off, before Titus Young actually got arrested, he was potentially involved, or his car was involved, in two more incidents that did not result in arrest, mainly because he was gone by the time the police actually showed up. That's interesting. You just said his car was involved in two incidents. That's right, yeah. So his why car was is reported, he, and he owns the car. Why is he responsible for the actions of his car? Well, look, unless your car is Kit or Christine, chances are you had something to do with what it was doing. Do we know that his car was being driven by him? Do we know that his car is not Kit or Christine? Well, there was a man... Does he drive a Plymouth Fury? He drives a Ford Mustang, a black one, which is the car that he pulled Pretty close out of, to Plymouth Fury, tried which to break is what out Christine of the was. Nah, that's a fair point. That being said, a man with his description is reported in the incidents, and then they got the license plate on his car, so they're kind of pretty sure it was him, although they don't have definitive proof. Oh, so it would have been really tough for somebody to take his license plates, put them on his car, and then make them do bad things, and then put it back on his other actual car. Yeah, and hiring a Titus Young body double. Yeah, I'm good. I might be getting on board. Well, here's this story. Titus Young, right before he got arrested on Friday, he had two incidents that same day. The first one is, is a little more benign. The first one is Titus Young was sleeping in his car. That's a that's a that's a 
That's against the law. Well, he's doing it in somebody's driveway whose house he didn't know. Oh, well, I don't recommend doing it in someone's driveway. Not recommended. Not without their... Not during the day and not without their permission. Well, they thought there was, like, somebody dead in a car, so they called, like, the police and ambulance to come and help, perhaps. And Titus, the ambulance shows up on the other side of the block. The lights are on. Sirens are going. Titus Young wakes up from his death-like coma sleep, immediately throws the car in reverse and comes this close, just a shadow of an inch, from actually ramming the ambulance that is coming to save him as he flees the scene. Yeah, I know exactly. I I, th- I can predict what happened. Time, I predict. Can you predict. defend that? I can defend it, of course. Come on. Titus Young sleeping in his car. I need a little nap. A little nappy nap time, okay? We'll see. Take a nap. You know, pull in the, pop into this driveway real quick. Seems very benign. I wake up. What? There's an ambulance? They think I'm dead. I'm out of here. I don't want to be one of those guys that gets buried alive. Or maybe okay? he even might be thinking... I better get out the way of this ambulance. Yeah. You know who should be arrested? The person that falsely called an ambulance when there was no dead man in the car. It's a fair point. But no, okay. Even supposing that he's driving through a suburb and he thinks to himself, oh, I'm feeling tired. I'm just going to pull into this random guy's driveway and take a little nappy poo. Mm-hmm. Later on that day, a man driving a black Ford Mustang registered to Titus Young and a man matching his description was, well, he was caught urinating in people's into people's cars like who had their windows down just like walking around and just urinating peeing into people's cars um come on dude i'm sorry if you're in the middle of a little nappy nap and you get woken up by an ambulance that might i dare say literally scare the pee out of you am i wrong oh no you're wrong not to mention if you leave your windows down sometimes you're gonna get peed on that's something that i it's an old Filipino proverb. That Is that means, a Filipino yeah, proverb? Yeah, that's right. How's that go again? If you leave your car windows down, sometimes you're going to get peed on. I don't even know where to begin to take that, but there's got to be a bet. I mean, he's walking around peeing in people's cars. Allegedly. Well, I think, you know, if he pees... How is that a setup? Let's say he has to pee. What's the reason for that? You don't pee in people's cars? That's uh, wrong. When you are peeing in a car, that's not in public. That's someone's private car. He does not want to get arrested again for peeing in public. That's what his thought process is. This guy's a, th- a thoughtful guy. There are reasons for what he did, and they make sense. Just find a porta john. Look, there's porta johns everywhere. Okay, I and Abe and I realized. Look, I was defending this guy, and I've still been defending him. And now, after I'm hearing all these other stories, even I have to say clearly, thank you. That he is being set up for sure. Oh, my sure. goodness. Come this on. This is clearly a setup. Okay, well, how about the actual arrest incident? The thing that actually got him arrested was uh, breaking into somebody's house and... Allegedly. Him, allegedly. And he's being charged with burglary, so the police were called. So the police will show up, as they did, and he starts to fight with the police officers and then tries to make a break for it. He's later captured, tackled down by the police officers... And then arrested. They impounded his car again. So, you know, here's hoping 15 hours from, from then he didn't get arrested again for trying to break in and steal his car again. Okay. But he, he got caught by police on the run after fighting with them, after he broke into somebody's house and tried to burglarize them. Here's the deal. What is wrong with this guy? Okay, here, you you no, can't defend this. I'm defending it. Here's the deal. <sighs> Titus Young, he lost. He has no career in football now. Currently he at this does time, not. Correct? I would agree. Okay. Titus Young is a big fan of McDonald's. Where are you possibly going with this? He, here's 
here's what I know about Titus Young, and I'm psychoanalyzing him a little bit now. But I believe that Titus Young do your Freud. went into this house not to do burglary, no, but to do some ham burglary. <laughs> he is a big fan of McDonald's. He wants to be the next hamburger. How better to do that than by going in someone's house You're and so burgling big. a hamburger? It's very benign. How would he even know there were hamburgers in the house? And That's it's the still, whole point. It's you still can't robbery. Ham, you can't be a ham burglar without going and taking someone's burgers. See, he's just hoping that there's just He's watching burgers. it on TV. Look, he, everyone is a product of their environment. We have been inundated with these commercials over the years with the Hamburglar joyfully stealing people's burgers. Does he ever get arrested? No. You know, the awkward thing is after the police tackled him, he was grimacing. Yeah, I think the and si- then he went and played golf and shot a birdie. Oh, dear Lord. This is losing traction quickly. No, but the thing that makes me know that Titus Young's football career is over, right, is not the fact that he was arrested three times in one week because after being cut from football for attitude problems. It's the fact that he got caught from behind by the police. Yeah. His speed is clearly not what it's been cracked up to be. Yep. Everyone's faster when they run on a blue field. Oh, the blue turf has to make a comeback, doesn't it? That being said... Anyway, clearly he's being set up. I don't understand where you're coming from with this. You know, the, the more I listen to you, the more it makes sense what you're saying. Maybe Titus Young is just a victim of circumstance and dirty play by the I police. I look forward to the, new, to the new McDonald's campaign with Titus Young as the Hamburglar. I just want to see him wearing that striped suit with the tie and the hat and the mask. I don't think you have to worry about the striped suit part. I think he's going to have that part covered. Oh... Well, I think that's about to wrap up another exciting segment of Who's Getting Arrested Now? And we'll be right back after three seconds of Shania Twain. Wow, Shania Twain. Wow. She's still the one. She's still the one. Wait, no, no that's, that's not the song, dude. No, that was from a commercial for like Hallmark or something. Yeah. That being said, we don't have a theme for it yet. Hint, hint, world. I don't know. Maybe somebody will do that for us. Yeah. It's our other favorite segment. Sweet, sweet, sweet justice. justice. And you have a very special episode. Why don't you go ahead and set this up for us? Well, this week's sweet, sweet justice is based on an incident that happened in the South Korean baseball league. This week's segment of Sweet, Sweet, Sweet Justice Justice takes place in South Korea. The magical, mystical land of South South Korea. Korea. In the baseball league, when Mr. uh, Jeon Jun Woo was up to bat. Okay. And he carries a heavy bat when he gets up there. He sure does. He gets up to bat. There's a long drive to left field, and this guy tosses the bat like three times higher than I've ever seen Sammy Sosa. Toss it. He points to the dugout like, homies, I got this. Yeah, and we got to mention right now that it was the ninth inning. His team, the Latte Giants, is down 6-4 to four with one man on. Here, I'm guessing, in a very important game in Korean baseball. Yep. He points. He does the bat flip. He points to the dugout. Clearly, this is a home run. It looks like he hit it a freaking mile. Mm-hmm. But in the words of the Cleveland Indians fans from Major League... Too high. Too it was high. too high. It was too, what do you mean it was too high? It was out of the park. It landed, it landed right. Oh, it didn't land out of the park. In the left fielder's glove on the warning track. On the front of the warning track. On the front of the warning track. 
And the guy was so shocked, Mr. Uh, Mr. Wu, John Jun Wu, that he actually stopped at first base and just sort of looked 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 around confused. Huh? What? Why? What? What's going what on? Why? And then the no, 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 first I, baseman had to come over and tap him. No, no, no. I I did the. I did the the bat toss and the pointing. Yeah, no, you did, but you, we caught the ball on, on the warning track. So you're actually you you no. can go back to the dugout. Are you you're sure out. The, the, no, I'm here's the ball a, coming in from the outfield. Can we get a replay? Did it not go over the fence and then yeah, come no, back no, in? No, put it up on the put it up on the big billboard. Yeah, don't, see right here. No, see right there. It's good. Wait, no, that's uh, you flipping uh, the bat. Uh, there's you pointing, uh, and uh, oh, there it is. There's uh, us catching the ball. Did wait? Are we in a dome? Did it go off the roof? It did not. This is not the uh, Tropicana. <sighs> I've made a huge mistake. Only one thing left to do. Harikari. Even though I'm not Japanese, I'll do it anyway. I think that moment actually calls for some ritual suicide. Yeah. Well, you know what I think it calls for? It calls for some sweet, sweet, sweet justice. Because when you toss the bat and you point at the dugout, that ball better go out of the freaking and stadium. I can't. You're not even doing justice to it. He didn't just toss the bat. He threw it like Mortal Kombat's Tanaka mm-hmm. through his tomahawk. It is fatality move that yeah. splits the dude in half. He took it and went, wah, 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 and just like launched yeah. it. Fatality. Yeah. Home run. Somebody in the crowd probably did get cut in half by his bat. That's the crazy people, world of Korean baseball. Three people died. Three people died in this incident. And, and uh, it was caught on the warning track. And you know what? I got a word for that. I got three words for that. You know what they are? Sweet, sweet, sweet justice. justice. When you taunt and you go nuts... Because you think you've done something really great before you're absolutely sure that you've actually done something really great, and you get punished and made like a fool in front of everybody, sweet, sweet sweet justice. When you taunt and you brag like you've hit a home run, when you're playing the NC Dinos, come on. You need some sweet, sweet sweet justice. justice. No, it's the NC Dinos. Are you sure it's not NC Dinos? Like Flintstones? It might be. Shut up! Quiet, you! Barney! I'll beat my dog with some fruity pebbles! Sweet, sweet justice. So we'll be back to wrap up the show after three seconds of... Shatner! Where rocking horse people eat marshmallow pies. Hey, that's the end of the show. Yay. That's so exciting! I I missed the other... uh... Six days and 23 hours when we're not doing the show. Well, actually, the process of doing the show takes longer than just one hour. You're ruining the magic. Oh, I mean, we don't. There's no, Well, you. Th- I'm sure the people out there think there's no editing that goes into this thing. There is. It's all. We do it live. We do it live. Bleep it. We'll do it live. That being said, that's the end of this episode five of Raisin, Raisin Brent. Brent. I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And you can you can talk to us. There's, it can really happen. This could really be happening to you. You can get a hold of me on Twitter at Almighty Ray. And you get me. Uh, you get a hold of me on Twitter at. What was that? I don't know. I was. I was you just take a nap right there, I, like Titus I, Young. I thought I was South Korean for a second. Oh my goodness. You can get a hold of me on Twitter at Scoops Pope, or you could just tweet at the show at Ray Brent Podcast, or get a hold of us on Facebook. That's our main site. It's facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. Of course, we want you to subscribe to the show. Oh my gosh, from iTunes and lots of links to do that on the Facebook page and whatnot. It's far too complicated, a series of letters and tubes and hieroglyphics for me to just say on the it's air right way here. way beyond, you know, the layman's comprehension. 
Definitely me. They don't get much more lame man than me. I was referring to you. Yeah, okay, great. Also, if you're going to go ahead and subscribe to us on iTunes, why don't you do us a favor and give us a five-star review and even say some pleasant words. If you leave us a five-star review with some glowing words, we'll read it on the air. We have no shame. Yeah, none at all. Like, literally, we made hamburger jokes. We got nothing. Yeah. We were two seconds away from making Mayor McCheese jokes. We were right there, right on the precipice of a I Mayor McCheese I made a birdie blast. joke, for God's sake. Oh, you did. You did. The, also want to thank Jeremy the bastard, Buck. And the-, the bastard daughter of the McDonald's franchise mascots, Birdie. I thought those were the Chicken McNuggets who like played guitar in the country western band. Oh, Remember don't that? you dare make fun of the Chicken McNuggets. How dare you, sir? So anyway, I want to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang for the theme song. I and- demand satisfaction, Ray! David Dole for producing. Of course, Greg Lopez for the, uh, the, the blast. This aggression will not stand! Oh my good. I'm going to go ahead and just turn it off now and run from the room. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. I hate the freaking Eagles! Good night!